Okay, it's rap pack to my pulse flat. We keep it real, no false rap. I got four cars and they all black. Got four bras and they all that. We call that ballin'. Doing this is my calling. Flow is so appalling. My phone off and she calling. I'm like, yeah, what it do? Penthouse, man, what a view. What's going on, O's Nation? Welcome into the Charm City Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hollihan, back here on this Thursday evening where the Baltimore Orioles have acquired former Cy Young pitcher Corbin Burns from the Milwaukee Brewers. In return, they send prospects Joey Ortiz and left-handed pitcher D.L. Hall and the 34th pick in the 2024 draft to the Milwaukee Brewers. I'm going to say this right now. This was the exact deal. When I came on yesterday and spoke about the ownership changing hands, this was the exact type of deal I was talking about that hopefully we'd start to see the Baltimore Orioles begin to make as they get a home run starting pitcher in Corbin Burns. Let me just reel off these numbers. First, he's 29. Okay. Um, he debuted back in 2018. He's got a year left um, in arbitration, and then he hits the, the market. In his first season, his rookie year, 2018, he um, appeared with zero starts coming out of the pen, 261 ERA. Following year, it ballooned to an 8A2. And then since then, from 2020 to 2022, he had sub three ERAs, last year being the lone um, riser year where he had a 339. ERA, but he was the Cy Young in 2021, and he's been an all-star the last three years. He was given Cy Young consideration in the COVID-shortened 2020 season. So for his career, a 3-2-6 ERA um, and a whip of 1.055, and he has 870 strikeouts and has had 200-plus in the last three seasons. Corbin Burns has also pitched 193 and two-thirds last year, 202 in 2021, and 167 in um, in 2021. The one before was 2022. So very, very excited about this acquisition for the Baltimore Orioles. And you didn't give up. A ton of prospects. I mean, listen, Joey Ortiz, it sucks that he's no longer going to be an Oriole. And I think it would have been interesting because you could have possibly moved things around to where he could have been brought up. But ultimately, you know, you've got Jackson Holiday, Gunnar Henderson. This may lead Ramon Arias to where he's going to be back this season um definitely you know um and a lot of players that Jordan Westberg as well I don't want to forget him um a lot of a lot of excitement 
you know, around that infield. And I think Ortiz, unfortunately, took the brunt of it. And I mean, he's a solid prospect. I think I saw he's in the top 100 for this upcoming season. Um, so I think that's going to be a big get for the Brewers for um, their shortstop position. Now, trading away D.L. Hall also in that trade, which it's unfortunate that he's going to be thrown in there because I hope there's going to be no expectations of him being like a Corbin Burns in that trade, and I unfortunately think that will be the case. However, he's just not that type of pitcher. Whether he's going to be starting, which I think throughout some of his minor league years with the Orioles he was doing so, or he's going to be coming out of the pen, which he has shown in the past that he can do as well. Um, I don't think he's going to be you know, really an ace in in any starting rotation. I'm sorry, but that's the way that I feel after evaluating this guy over the past couple of seasons. He's been constantly up and down. You know he's got good stuff, but the problem is he just has not been able to command it. Now maybe um, in Milwaukee, perhaps that will change. Um, but, you know, with a new coaching staff over there we'll see what that case uh may be as now pat murphy is the manager of the milwaukee brewers being promoted from his coach's role after craig council left to chicago um but we'll see what happens under pat murphy and how that's gonna that's gonna change for dl hall um, and I just, it, it's unfortunate, you know, that we don't get to see these guys come up, but it is, you know, what it is. Um, and it is the same pitching coach for Milwaukee, Chris Hook, who has done a brilliant job there thus far. Um, but we'll see what it looks like with Pat Murphy running things rather than Craig Council. I'm assuming a lot of it will still be the same, but it's you know it's always different when you have someone who's going from being a coach on the uh, on the pine rather than being the guy that's taking the hits, whether they win or lose, or um, you know handling media. Like we'll see what happens with Pat Murphy now that he's no longer their bench coach. So, with this being the case, I certainly feel as though this is a great first move under new ownership. Mike Elias, who I think has been working on a deal for a while now, I think just needed the okay from the upstairs to go along with it. I'm assuming that's the case because this feels too coincidental. And if you're an NCIS lover like I am, you know the saying from Jethro Gibbs, there's no such thing as coincidences. And I certainly feel that way when I look at what happened here with the Orioles in this instance. It seems like to me they changed hands in their ownership, under ownership. The Milwaukee Brewers hung with them for a while, and Elias said, all right, 
you know, we got the okay, we've got enough in our payroll to take on the 15.6 that million dollars that Burns is going to be bringing over in his final year. We're going to go ahead. Here's what we have. Make the trade. Bada bing, bada boom. I mean, it, you know, sounds like from what I was reading, Milwaukee pretty much wanted to get whatever they could. Um, the Brewers general manager, Matt Arnold, uh, said, you know, um, in one of his quotes, let me find it here. I think Corbin had been pretty public about how this was going to be his last year as a Brewer. So I believe they weren't willing to take a chance on him being worse than his 2022 self, or excuse me, 2023 self rather. And they just wanted to go right ahead and make the trade and kind of get whatever they could. And for the O's, I think Elias figured, all right, they're panicking. We're getting the okay to go ahead with it. Here we go. We're going to give you a solid, um, a solid infielder in Joey Ortiz, DL Hall, who, you know, if you guys can coach up to be a solid, you know, three fourth starter in your rotation or just a solid uh, player out of your pen, then perhaps, you know, this can be a great deal for you and our 34th pick. Now, the 34th pick is such a surprise in all this because very rarely, I mean, it is so, I can't overstate it enough. It's so rare that you see a pick involved in MLB trades. NFL, it's an NBA and NHL, really. I mean, it happens everywhere. But baseball, it's something that teams really value, obviously, because not only do you need to fill out your major league uh, roster, you also need to worry about AAA, AA, single A, rookie ball, all that. Um, and in doing so, it's very tough to trade picks. And for the O's here, a rare occurrence, and they go ahead and do it. I think it's something where Milwaukee kind of needed um, something that was more in their hands, perhaps, that they could really feel like they could control just in case Hall doesn't work out. I think Ortiz will. And I'll be honest, someone that just screams like a Milwaukee guy to me is Ramon Arias. So I find it kind of interesting that Arias did not uh, get traded to Milwaukee. Of course, I mean, I think they, they being the Brewers, wanted to go with a younger prospect. But I just find it kind of funny that Arias was not um, brought up. I don't know. It's just one of those things where I just feel maybe it's because they had Luis Arias uh, there as well. But it just feels like that would be a fit for Ramon Arias, a small market team. Um, not a, a, I don't want to say a, like de putting them down there as saying they're a small market team, but they're, they unfortunately are, um, you know, and as I'm reading here, because I knew, I knew there was no way that they somehow were not related. I just had a feeling they were, and yes, Ramon and Luis are related. So I just felt like um, I think I may have known that, and I just was holding it in the back of my head. But Ramon Arias, it just felt like that would be a fit going to uh, Milwaukee, but it didn't happen. 
obviously. But anyways, I'm really excited to see what this is gonna gonna bring. I mean, you have your starting rotation possibly next year going to be Corbin Burns as your ace, Kyle Bradish, then Grayson Rodriguez, possibly if healthy. Fingers crossed, John Means, and then the possibility of your fifth guy maybe being um, Dean Kramer or Tyler Wells, depending upon you know who's going to be. Because one of them, I feel like, will be coming out of the pen, and most likely, I think it's going to be Tyler Wells. Unfortunate for him, but I think he just got too many strong arms there. So I'm really excited. I can't you know state it enough how just ecstatic I am I mean I come on here you know yesterday talking about how they're not making moves what are we doing we need to make um we need to make something happen and and they do it so um huge huge decision for the O's to go ahead huge trade and a and a big big piece coming on for the future and uh for hopefully for the future of course and for obviously 2024. So thanks everyone for tuning in and as always, I'll talk to you next time.